welcome to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, the official podcast of hardcore bowhunters. From the latest archery equipment and expert shooting advice to proven bowhunting tactics and the sport's biggest personalities, we've got you covered. Now, here's your host, Editor Christian Bird. All right, welcome to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio. We are the voice of bowhunting, and as always, we're glad that you've taken some of your time to be with us today. You know, one of the things that I really uh, enjoy about being a bowhunter is just seeing the evolution of equipment over the years. And, you know, if you've been bow hunting for a long time, you know, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, some of you out there might be bow hunting 40 years or more, you know, I don't have to tell you that you've seen just a tremendous improvement in the gear that we all get to carry into the field. And, um, you know, of course, in more recent years, things have just exploded with technology and there's so much more. And, you know, I know there's some people that are really traditional and they still you know, like to go out with longbows and recurves, and there's no doubt that that's a lot of fun. But I've always been kind of a gadget guy, and I I really uh, enjoy all the new technologies that come to the market. And honestly, uh, it's not only is a lot of the stuff just fun, but it helps us to be better shooters and more effective as bow hunters. And um, you know, the people that create that stuff or people that I admire and that's just a great lead-in for today's show because I've got on the line uh, a guy who may not be a household name in the bow hunting world but when you learn a little bit about his background I know that he's gonna need no introduction and that's Mr. Stu Minica who's currently uh, the owner of Double Take Nart Archery and you guys have a brand new product for 2018 that's really generating a lot of buzz Stu, and that's the Glory Knock. So, Stu, welcome to Peterson's Bow Hunting Radio. Hi, Christian. Thank you for having me on. Oh, absolutely. You know, I said that, you know, you might not be a household name. I don't know if I stopped somebody, uh, you know, at the nearest tree stand if they'd know exactly who Stu Minica was. But I bet you if I asked them uh, if they've ever heard of a nocturnal lighted knock, that they probably <laughs> would know who you are because you're the guy who created the original nocturnal. Yes, sir. And what when was that, Stu? Nocturnal was invented, uh, let me see, uh, February of 2009 and brought it to market January 2010. Uh, you know, sold it for uh, all of 2010 and 2011 um, and then uh, ended up selling the business to uh, Rage Outdoors, which has now become Faradine. Right. So so you basically created that product and, you know, you and I had talked on the phone a couple days ago when we set this up. I mean, the Nocturnal, uh, for those who are listening, you know, there's lots of different lighted knocks out there on the market today uh it was a very simple design uh, it's easy to turn on and off and you know you gained a lot of market share and a lot of fans uh because of the simplicity of that design and like you said you sold the company and uh now you've come back and you've got a brand new call it the a build a better mousetrap right i mean you, i guess you've got this in your blood because uh <laughs> here you built you built a, a lighted knock company sold it and now you you've come back and you're going to do another lighted knock company so you've got glory knock but i will say this um you know and 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 i did a video at the ata show the glory knock is 
definitely, I mean, without a doubt, I have no problem, you know, saying this for all the world to hear. It was absolutely one of the very coolest products that I saw at the ATA this year. Um, it just is so neat the way that it works. I mean, it turns on so easy and it turns off so easy. I'm actually, you know, I only got to see it for like five minutes. I can't wait to get some of these things and use them. Um, tell me a little bit about, you know, what Glory Knock is to start. And then we can talk about some of the excitement, you know, that it's generated since you deb- debuted this thing in January. Yeah, the Glory Knock, I mean, it's the, uh, <laughs> it's the next evolution in Lighted Knocks. And we, we really think it's it's the final answer that everybody's been looking for in Lighted Knocks. You know, like you said, you know, we, we invented Nocturnal, you know, that had, uh, uh, you know, a wonderful run, you know, uh, uh, great success because it solved a lot of the problems that, you know, Lighted Knocks had before. and But it still wasn't perfect. Well, <laughs> you know, we kept at the drawing. Yeah, and let's, let's, sure. kind of, let's take a step back, Stu, not to interrupt you, but like, obviously, Obviously, the idea of a lighted knock, I mean, they're, they're very popular. You know, there's a lot of people who use them. And, 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 and you know, the, the reason for that is simple, right? I mean, it's great to have you know the visibility of the arrow in flight and then obviously if if you're hunting if the arrow you know sticks inside of the animal hopefully you can see you know where it's going as it runs away and and then of course if you get a pass through or if the arrow comes out as you're trailing you know it's easier to find your arrow after the shot as well but there are you know different issues that people run into so why don't we even before we talk about the glory knock tell me you know some of the problems you know that that you encounter with lighted knocks and then maybe that leads into how glory knock addresses some of those issues oh sure sure yeah i mean dependability is the main thing i mean you want to light it knock to assist you in recovering your arrow so you can diagnose the shot right um it's wonderful if it sticks in the animal you know and you can find the animal you know with a, a lighted knock you know uh, staying inside it but you know really everybody's hoping for a pass-through and with a pass-through if you can recover your arrow i mean that's 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 critical to recovering your your animal so you know if it's not if your lighted knock is not dependable i mean if it if it doesn't ever turn on or worse if it turns on during flight but then turns off during impact. I mean, what good is it? I mean, you you just added a ten dollar bill to your arrow, and you know might not ever recover it. So, dependability first and foremost, and then and then second would be in in my book ease of use. I mean, if you can't get the darn thing to turn off, you know, or if it flickers, or you know, if you have to have a tool, or or if there's a hole in the side, and then, you know maybe everything worked flawlessly, but you know now you got blood and debris and stuff in there, you know, messing with your knock. Well, you know, all, all those things just just up to frustrations for for uh, for bow hunters. So, you know, the glory knock I think uh, you know solves all those problems. And as you saw at the ATA, it's uh, it's just amazingly simple and and uh, dependable. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, why don't you tell me about um, you know what it is about the. Um Design of the Glory Knock versus whatever else has you know been out there on the market previously, uh, and and why it's better and why it's maybe easier, more functional, etc. Sure, yeah, Glory Knock. It um, no no tools required. Um, it it uh, no hole in the side for blood and debris to get into. You don't you don't have to wiggle your knock or worry about little contacts. Uh, you know, breaking off. Um, you know, it's uh, it's just it's just it's just so simple. It's uh, it's amazing. So, 
you know, the Mornock is, uh, it's got a little, uh, uh, a button or a little latch on the side. And, you know, the, the knock is designed to be in the on position all the time, unless you have it on your bowstring or unless you have that latch engaged. And so when you first knock it on your bowstring, the, uh, the, the latch is disengaged automatically with the bowstring and then the bowstring, you know, keeps it in the off position and prevents that LED from turning on. But as soon as it leaves the bowstring, then the LED is activated and you cannot turn it off until you knock it back on your bowstring or depress a little plunger with the tool. I mean, shoot, you could use your, your, your shoestring if you wanted to, and then, uh, and then re-engage that latch to put it back in the, uh, in the off position. So, um, you know, if anybody saw your video from the ATA, I don't know, it's probably the closest thing I've seen to going viral recently, but I mean, it, uh, it was just, you know, amazing your natural reaction to how, how simple it was. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the great thing about it is when you, you know, so if the knock is off, you put it on the string, and as soon as and it doesn't come on when you knock your arrow, and as soon as you as soon as you take the arrow off of the string, whether that's shooting the arrow, obviously, or you just pull right. the or you just pull the arrow off the string, then that light comes on immediately, and it stays yes, on until you put the arrow back on the string. And the only way to take it off the string uh, without the light coming on is to just uh, push a, a little, um, you call it a button, I was telling you the other day, it hardly moves, really. There's a little, right. I call it a little tab, there's just a little tab on the side of the knock. You put your finger or your thumb over that tab and pull the arrow off the string and it stays off. And it's just that easy. So, I mean, yeah, you can turn it on and off like a light switch, you know. And there's been so many different products uh, out there. And sometimes, you know, I've used a bunch of them, and they all, you know, they all work. I'm not here to, you know, to criticize anybody. But sometimes getting them on and off can be a little bit finicky. And some of them are easier than others. Uh, Some of them, it can become a little more problematic over time if you've used the knock repeatedly. So, you know, I really do think that this system that you've developed with Glory Knock is going to bring a lot more, you know, simplicity to the end user. Because at the end of the day, as an archer, you know, whether I'm practicing, you know, in the backyard, like at dusk, you know, and I just want to have that better vis- vis- visibility for my arrows, or I'm out in the field hunting, you know, I don't want to worry too much about the equipment. I just want it to do what it's supposed to do. And so I think that in that regard, you know, that the glory knock is kind of beautiful in its simplicity absolutely absolutely we, we couldn't agree more it, you know uh you know the more bells and whistles you have i mean sure it might be attractive you know to some people but i mean that's just invariably something that can go wrong something that can lead to a lack of dependability and so keeping it simple is a, is a great engineering principle kiss right k-i-s-s keep it simple stupid right you know so the best products out there are the simplest ones, and that leads to uh, the most dependability in our book. So tell me a little bit about the design, you know, and exactly how it works. You know, you were, you were kind of explaining to me the other day, it's kind of, basically, it's, it's, a, it's a system where, you know, it's all self-contained, and it's basically just designed to be on all the time, and so you just have to, if you want it to be off, that's why you have to push the button. To, to keep it off. Right, right. But it's kind of got a little double safety feature built into it. So you, you can't just push a button 
and have it turn itself off, right? I mean, you, you have to do something. I mean, if it was if it was push a button to turn it off, well, then if the animal ran off with your arrow in it and it slapped your arrow against some brush or some trees, well, then that button could be inadvertently pressed, right? And so that's that's a no no. Uh, what we've got designed is you have to you have to knock it back on your bowstring or even simpler, you know, the hem of your shirt or the backside of, you know, a pocket knife or, or my son at the ATA show was, uh, was using his watch band to turn it on and off, you know, and, and just, just demonstrating how, how simple it is. So, um, it, uh, that double safety features what leads to the dependability. You have to do something to be able to engage that. Right. So know, it's got to be type, it's got to be on a string and have the button pushed. And exactly. Right. Yeah. So in other words, yeah. And then that that keeps it from turning off. You know, inadvertently Inad- when you want it to inadvertently. be on. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, now, what about what about um, you know? other aspects you know everybody um you know obviously there's different colors there's brightnesses there's battery life as you're you know and i know your background is in engineering you you know when you set out to to build this and create this obviously it's that you know that ignition system if you will that really you know is the wow factor when it comes to glory knock but as you're designing this thing i assume you know you're kind of starting over from the ground up are there other aspects to the design that you know that you you were able to maybe improve or enhance versus what you did with the nocturnal and talk to me a little bit about that oh yeah yeah i mean there, there's a there's a huge but understated benefit of the glory knock over all other lighted knocks and that's that it's essentially uh how would i say this uh, every other lighted knock you know from nocturnal to luminox to knockout to you know i'd say most of them out there require something in the knock to slide either the entire knock has to slide within the arrow or like in the nocturnal case the way i designed that it's got a little two-stage uh, string slot and the bow string actually slides in that slides forward in that string slot during release and all of that you know uh, moving you know a sliding arrow knock in the arrow or a sliding bow string in that knock slot that that all it just has an extra you know a uh, dose of um, you know something that can move something that leads to a little bit lesser liability or a little bit of string slap in there um, whereas the glory knock you know it is it is it doesn't have anything that slides because it only turns on whenever it leaves the bowstring and then that little plunger comes out and so um, you know I was talking to Tim Gillingham from Gold Tip and it just blew his mind because he he uh, everybody knows Tim and the success he's had as, as a tournament shooter but he doesn't want to shoot light knocks because of that sliding factor right and it leads to uh, a little bit of inconsistency but the glory knock blew his mind because I mean it is as stable as a non-lighted knock there's nothing that requires the slide so there's nothing that affects accuracy um, because of the way it turns on without sliding but something uh, the, the plunger uh, turns on whenever it leaves the bowstring it just it just it just really really amps up the, uh, the dependability and accuracy of, of this knock design now do you um make these knocks yourself or do you use uh an existing knock that you know that somebody else manufactures and then put your technology into it oh no no 100 custom designed um just like with nocturnal that was uh 
our knock, our design, our molds, you know, our engineering, our CAD files. You know, same thing with Glory Knock. I mean, it, um, we're at the level where, yeah, you can't just take a, a boning knock or an Easter knock and, and, you know, modify it and, and expect to have something special, right? I mean, it's um, highly engineered, um, custom, custom uh, mold for our own knocks and uh, custom components. So, um, yeah, it, uh, <laughs> it, it's evolved into some a highly precise piece of equipment. Now, what about uh, durability on these things? Have you done uh, some kind of, uh, you know, testing in terms of, I don't know if there's a perfect analogy, but, you know, um, like Hoyt, for instance, is kind of famous where they're, with their bows, you know, uh, of like doing 1,500 dry fires, you know, on every design to make sure it can withstand that. And obviously, nobody's ever going to come close to dry firing their bow 1,500 times. So it's probably <laughs> right. pretty tough, you know. Have you ever done anything comparable where, you know, you know like how many shots of reliability or something like that that people can expect to get from this design on glory knock oh sure yeah we've shot them thousands of times looking for longevity and long life we've shot them into cinder blocks you know we've shot them into six by six blocks of wood you know all all, all type of destructive testing try to see you know how these things hold up over time absolutely yeah that's that's something that um that's important to us and we did it before with nocturnal you know we did all that destructive testing and kind of found it it's uh it's it's point and and, and designed it and yeah now we we're, we're doing it again only only better and what about um in terms of battery life what kind of batteries are you using on these knocks and how many hours of illumination you know do you, does the end user get out of each one you know, all, all lighted knocks are pretty much down to the same battery, so they're all going to be comparable in terms of battery life. We advertise it at, you know, 20-plus hours of, you know, full effective brightness. Uh, but the reality is, I mean, they can last for days, weeks, even months. They just get dimmer and dimmer. And so, you know, we whenever we were doing some battery life testing, LED testing, you know, we, we'd activate them, we'd turn them on, leave them in a corner of our office, and, you know, they would, they would last for days, weeks, and it's like, okay, you know, check that, you know, check that off the list. This is a good combination. And then you'd forget about it in the corner, you know, three months later, you'd come in <laughs> into your office in the morning when everything's, you know, pitch black or I'm a night owl. A lot of times I'll hit the office, you know, late at night and you'll come in there and, and your eye will pick up a glow coming in from the corner and it's like, wow, that sucker three months later, that sucker is still glowing. And so when you're out in the woods, you know, and, 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 um, you know, it's pitch black and, and, um, you, you, you can, you can pick up on that, you know, uh, substantially, uh, long time after the shot. Gotcha. And what about in terms of brightness? You know, I know that that's obviously another aspect that, you know, various manufacturers in the lighted knock space will advertise, um, you know, as a, something, maybe a competitive advantage of being, you know, one being brighter than another. Does does Glory Knock? I assume all these different lighted knocks pretty much use LED type lights. What uh, you know? How do you control the brightness? And I guess maybe as you're engineering or choosing your components, do you have to make a trade off between you know the intensity or brightness of the light and, and how quickly that's going to drain your battery? How does that all work? Sure. Yeah, that's certainly correlated. And picking the right LED to go with the battery is a. Uh is an important aspect, but you know, as small as knocks are, you know, we're we're pretty much all. I mean, we're not using the identical same component, but they're all they're all very similar. So in terms of brightness, you know, I I can confidently say that Glory Knock is brighter 
uh, the nocturnal um, whenever I had it. Um, but, uh, you know, it, brightness is one of those things that it's, it's nice to have. Um, and Glory Knock is extremely bright. But, you know, it's the dependability and ease of use that, uh, that really makes it stand out. You know, it's, um, um, brightness is, is, uh, is, is, is nice and, and certainly is, uh, is, is, is one of Glory Knock's, you know, big, big selling points. But, um, yeah, it, it's down to where most light of the manufacturers are figuring out the best LEDs and battery combination. Now, also, what about colors? How many different colors are you going to be offering uh, the Glory Knock in? Four colors, uh, the standard red and green, and we've got a blue that's actually really a really good blue. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, blue lighted knocks out there that, you know, is, uh, is haven't been very bright, and, and ours for blue is actually very bright. You know, it, it won't stand out as much as a red or a green, but blue is really, really great for those that might be red and green colorblind. Um, then it stands out, you know, like a beacon. Um, and then we also have pink. Uh, so red, green, blue, and pink. And is it basically the same knock with just a different color LED, or the knocks themselves tinted uh, different color plastic uh essentially the same knock with a different color led except for the pink the pink uh isn't a clear knock it's a, it's actually a pink translucent knock because you know those that want uh want pink on their bows and arrows actually want to see that uh that pink color and you know whenever they're in the quiver not just uh not just when it's flying through the air gotcha now and on the is everything completely self-contained on the glory knock or can you replace any components like are the batteries replaceable or are they just designed no to be, no yeah no 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 batteries uh replaceable and you know i, I know light and lock manufacturers have tried that in the past but it's just to me it's a sacrifice you you don't want to make i mean there's not enough substantial cost savings there uh, you know, to worry about it, and then the the loose connections that are required to have a slip fit, you know, between the you know the positive and negative, you know, uh, uh, components of the battery. Just it just it just isn't worth it. It's something that leads to uh, a lack of dependability, and, and something that we um, yeah we haven't wanted to do. And and you'll see nocturnal same way. You know, it's known for its dependability, at least you know in prior years, and uh, uh, you know not a not a replaceable battery on on the nocturnal. So same thanks for glory not i mean you know when you look at it would it be nice to save a few bucks yes but look at the amount of money spent on you know hunts and fifteen hundred dollar bows and arrows and camouflage i mean to to save you know four or five bucks on a battery yeah it's just frankly it's not 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 worth it we'd rather stay with the dependable aspect of it gotcha um and then i guess you know sort of the last thing when it comes to the basics well second to last i would say that's a tease (laughs) for those of you who are listening but what's sizes are this going to be available and you know can i get it to fit my arrow absolutely yeah all the standard sizes are uh going to be available you know from the 246 which is real common for gold tip uh very similar uh size to s you know the 244 internal diameter you know h's aren't too common nowadays that fits a 233 all the way down to an x they're they're very common that point two oh four for like the eastern axis and you know the, the old hidden insert technology and a lot of people have asking and i think you you said what you know what about the g-knock the holy grail of lighted knocks for micro diameter arrows uh we didn't have those to show at the ata you know we were still developing that mold but the good news is it will be ready shortly uh you know we're not ready to promise a ship date yet but uh it will be it will be out this summer you know that that micro diameter for that 165 166 internal diameter commonly called the g-knock it uh it'll be available soon and 
Yeah, that's good. You got to serve all those bow bow hunting snobs like me who are shooting those, (laughs) you know, those injection shafts or those gold tip kinetic pierce. Um, You know, that's a whole nother show for another day. But I will just say, you know, I realize it's a bit of a pain for you guys who make knocks because you got to cram all that, you know, stuff, especially with a lighted knock into such a small space. But there's a lot of good reasons to shoot a micro diameter arrow, you know, in terms of penetration and durability and reduced wind drift um so you know i'm a big i'm a big proponent of it just from a standpoint of of pure physics and what you want your arrow to do as a bow hunter so i'm glad you're going to make some some glory knocks that fit in them because because i I really do want to try them out Um, yes sir yeah we're excited about that so the last question uh i say last not of the whole interview but about the glory knock the price that's what everyone really wants to know is uh how much are these little babies gonna gonna cost me here Twenty four ninety nine a three pack. Um, you know, a lot of lighted knocks are, are, are up there in that you know twenty nine ninety nine a three pack and above. And so yeah, we not only got everybody uh, beat on dependability and ease of use, but we got the price point down uh, lower than everybody else as well. So it's pretty exciting time for lighted knocks. And knocks. you're going to start shipping uh, all but the all but the uh, micro diameter size uh, around the first of May. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're on track for that. Some sizes uh, we're hoping to be early. Um, that's likely going to be the uh, the X knot for the point two or four inside diameter. Hopefully, we're going to surprise people and and beat our uh, promised May first delivery. And uh, and then yeah, the uh, the G knot will be shortly thereafter. And right now, you've got pre order available uh, through your website, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We've got, uh, you know, direct uh, sales pre-order available through our website. We've got uh, tons of dealers that uh, have, uh, you know, got in their orders as well for uh, for that May 1st ship date. And a lot of dealers have just hook, line, and sinker. You know, we want this much May 1st, June 1st, you know, July 1st. And so, um, yeah, check with your local pro shop. They're going to be well-stocked this summer. Yeah, absolutely. And that ties right into something I mentioned at the beginning of the show. And then we kind of got in, we got right into things on the details. But um, yeah, I mean, like you talked about, that reaction from dealers, this, you know, was really turning heads at ATA. Talk to me, you know, about going into the show this January. Obviously, you know, you've got experience in the industry and particularly in the lighted knock segment. And I'm sure you knew you had something good on your hands, but, you know, how did you know the show and the way that you were received compared to maybe what your expectations were going in? It was it was it was overwhelming. Uh, I can remember when I introduced Nocturnal. You know, I was I was a little nervous. You know, would uh, you know would, would dealers accept it? You know, given the 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 long standing you know competitors that I had in the market, and then would they would they all be okay with this hole in the side and you know having to have a tool to turn it off? And and luckily they did because because it was the, so dependable at the time. Um, so uh, you know, fast forward seven years later, uh, I guess eight years later. Um, and it, uh, you know, my, my confidence level was, you know, much higher than that of Nocturnal. I knew I had a winner, and then yeah, it was <laughs> the dealer reception pretty much pretty much proved that it uh, it was one of those you know no brainer moments. As a matter of fact, we were joking about wishing we had some kind of camera in our booth to you know to catch everybody's reactions because I mean there was a whole bunch of you know oh my gosh moments and jaws drop like oh wow that's simple how did that work and. And we'd have had to beep a whole bunch of stuff if we, you know, actually replayed 
played that because there was a you know quite a bit of like holy cow that is amazing and and so yeah to, to see that kind of reception has been uh, has been wonderful yeah you know it um that's exactly how you know the video that I did ended up coming to be because honestly your your booth you had you guys had a pretty small booth at the show and I think it I don't, yes, I don't think I got over there until the last day and I did not go into your booth with any intention of recording a video it was just one of those <laughs> things where like I honestly didn't know what I was about to see and then as soon as I saw it I literally pulled my phone out of my pocket and handed it to one of my colleagues and I said we're going to do a Facebook live right now because this is like yeah. that cool you know what I mean and then yeah. and then I threw it up there and I don't know what it was you know it's like 30 or 40 seconds and it actually like just kind of took off like it got a lot of traffic because people started to see it and share it and you know it's that whole kind of crazy magic of the internet thing all of a sudden everyone else is like oh my goodness you know this thing is crazy so yeah, yeah. What's funny is I, I had no clue that you even went by the booth because I wasn't there. No, you weren't I there. I actually saw it. I wasn't there. I mean, I actually think I saw it on Facebook. I mean, nobody told me you were there or shot a video or anything. And it's like, that's pretty cool just to see it pop up in your, in your, in your live feed. You know, here's Christian Berg, you know, editor of Peter's. You know, I mean, it's just, just doing the video. I mean, it, yeah, it was, that was kind of one of those um, uh, nice validation moments. <laughs> well, I'm sure it wasn't the only one. You know, you probably had a lot of Oh, no. You know, media people in there wanting to get their grubby little hands on your your new baby. So, <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's good. That's good. I mean, we love the uh, we love the attention, but I mean, it's 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 not us. You know, it's 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 just you know the, the product. And you know, I've always said I, I you know, I don't want to be that you know man in front. I just want to be a man behind the scenes. My name doesn't need to be known. Just just the products. I want people to to love the products and and uh, and you know be able to um, speak highly of them. Yeah, now tell me, uh, yeah, I didn't actually ask you the other day when we set this up, um, but I was kind of wondering, you know, just the name itself, uh, is there, you know, some deeper meaning behind the name Glory Knock? How did you come up with that? You know, I, uh, <laughs> I, I've thought about Light and Knock names for a long time. Um, I mean, even going back before Nocturnal, you know, I was I was pursuing various designs, and you know, you're you're always brainstorming what's a what's a good uh, what's a good name. Uh, you know, it Glory um, Knock, you know, just seemed to seemed to stick with me. You know, it Glory, you know, uh, has you know that sense of victory, you know, behind it. Uh, also, you know, a glorious you know, kind of mysterious light. So, so we thought it was, we seen, it seemed fitting from a light and not point of view, but, um, but no, I'm a, you know, the deeper meaning that you're asking about, you know, which a lot of people have, uh, have sharply, uh, honed in on is, yeah, I want to give glory to God with, uh, with, with this product. Um, if there's any way that I could bring glory to his name, well then, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do it. Um, you know, he created us, he gave us, you know, the, the mind to create things as well. Um, you know, he gave us, the the all the toys on this earth right to you know to play with from electricity to you know plastics that we can melt down and shape and metal that we can form i mean 
um, yeah, we, uh, we, we definitely, uh, want to give glory to God for, for all our many blessings. We've, we've been thoroughly blessed with our ideas and, and, and products so far. And we just, we pray for that to continue. Well, yeah, I mean, that is awesome, man. And I'll tell you what, the name has, you know, all kinds of, you know, marketing fun and just kind of slogan fun that you could have with that thing. I mean, you just think about the fact that like, you know, it's like, you know, like, let's say you're sitting on stand, you know, and you, the big buck that you've been waiting for finally shows up and you, you end up shooting that deer, you know, and you're not turns on and you know boom you know you see that thing zip through the deer and it's like oh you're in your glory now you know what i mean it's like before that's right, that's before right. before the before the arrow lights up you know i'm not in my glory but once that thing lights up man bow hunters are in their glory you know i can, yeah, I can yeah. see the glory ads time. now i can see the full page no double page ads in peterson's bow hunting that i know <laughs> are just coming right around the corner my friend and there, and there comes the hook, right? Time to advertise. There comes no, it's, it's, uh, right now, and right now, with all the listeners on the line. Exactly. I need, I need your marketing budget here for Peterson's Bowling <laughs> for the next six months. <laughs> no, no, hey, I, you're I, good I, I won't make you commit to that today. But in all seriousness, I mean, yeah, you know, there's something to that. You know, you could, or when you leave in the morning, you can tell your wife, you know, hey, you'll see me when I'm in my glory. You know what I mean? When. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait to see all the, all the different hashtags. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. And one one of them that's already kind of started just with the excitement over this is Rock the Knock. You know, and and not everybody, not many people at all have them. You know, it's just basically you know small amount of samples that we've been we've been shooting and testing, and you know keep that very close knit. You know, since we haven't actually shipped any uh, any product out yet. But yeah, Rock the Knock is starting to uh, start to become a a, a a hashtag internally. Now, what? Uh, tell me a little bit about your background, Stu, as a uh, as a bow hunter. I, I mean, I've got to. Isn't this terrible? Like, I literally didn't even ask you this. I've got to assume you're an avid bow hunter. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Matter of fact, I can remember sitting in the tree with my dad. And I don't know, three, four, five years old, and wiggling around and getting fussed at because you know I'm I'm blowing up his hunt. But no, um, you know, my dad, you know, big time hunter, you know, uh, you know, both gun and rifle, you know, and, 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 and me as well. I mean, I, I've always said to people, I, I won't, I won't turn down a rifle hunt if I get invited somewhere, but if it's me, if it's my property, my lease, my ranch, yeah, it's, it's bow hunt only. And, uh, we, uh, we, we, we thoroughly enjoy it. So, um, I don't think I was successful shooting a deer with my bow until I was, I don't know, 14, 15, something like that, took a doe. I mean, felt like, you know, 200-inch buck. You know, I mean, a, a doe with your bow is, is a trophy, especially your your first one. But, um, yeah, I mean, lifelong lifelong hunters, lifelong bow hunters. And, um, you know, went to school, got my degree in mechanical engineering. Um, I was joking with you the other day. I, you know, I forgot all my theory. You know, I just love the, the nuts and bolts and just the, you know, the direct application of it, you know, taking an idea uh, and making it happen um and um you know luckily some of my ideas have have um you know taken root out of my uh my hobby and um yeah here i am yeah so with that mechanical engineering degree did you work in a bunch of other industries before you came into the hunting world or how did that kind of all come to be uh, yes, sir. Actually, um, I ended up working my way through school, so I took the long route. Um, the six-year plan, the eight-year plan. 
Uh, right in the middle, seven years, brother. <laughs> so how'd you know? How'd you know? So, you know, largely had to had to pay my own way. You know, my parents helped what they could. You know, took on as a little bit of student, you know, debt as I could. But uh, mostly worked full time or dang near full time in engineering roles as an intern while I was taking two classes instead of four. You know, maybe two in a lab, that kind of thing. But um, you know, it uh, lots of engineering work during school, and then yeah, when I graduated, I worked uh, largely for a medical device manufacturer. Uh, helped them out with some um, some manufacturing challenges and some patent challenges that they had and. Uh, ironically, I ended up engineering myself out of a job because they sold the business and it was, you know, uh, are you going to relo- relocate or not? And I said, no, no, I'm going to stay right here and, and uh, choose to be let go. And then, um, you know, whenever you're hungry, then um, you uh, you end up working harder than normal. And, and that's whenever I dug in with uh, with uh, archery business and, and I've been full-time in archery ever since. Wow, cool story, man. That's the beautiful thing about this sport is, you know, there's just, you know, no matter what walk of life you're in, there's somebody from that, you know, path who's also a a passionate bow hunter. And uh, as I said at the beginning of the show today, fortunately for all of those of us who happen to be bow hunters who, who aren't engineers and couldn't hope to ever be engineers, you know, you would not want me engineering any of your gear. But I'm awfully thankful that there's smart people such as yourself to do it so that I can just get the benefits of all that intelligence and go hunting. <laughs> uh, you don't you don't have to be an engineer to have an idea. I mean the engineer is you know, important for, you know, strength of materials and design work and manufacturing work. And, you know, you know, yeah, don't, don't, uh, don't downplay your idea or anybody else's idea. I mean, bring them, bring them to me. I'll help you with them. Right. Or, or, or go talk to, you know, manufacturers that you can trust or, or other engineers. Cause I mean, yeah, if you're, if you're sitting in the woods or, you know, if you get ticked off at some equipment that, you know, isn't working up to par, then, you know, that, that's, that's where that idea can begin. So yeah, don't be afraid to uh, move forward with it. I would encourage everybody to pursue their, pursue their ideas. I mean, it, um, it won't, it won't happen unless you try, right? That's right. And you know, that's where a lot of the best ideas come right out there in the field, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. And, hopefully, hopefully not after you missed a big old buck because of some equipment failure. And I know that, uh, you said that uh, you've got some other ideas up your sleeve too. So you're coming back into the, you know, the the bow hunting world here with Glory Knock as sort of a debut product. But your engineer's mind, uh, you got a couple other things scribbled on a napkin somewhere, right? And and then there's more to come from Double Take Archery. I can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> what's coming. No, we uh, we certainly got some more stuff in the books. Um, you know, ideas that have that have uh, come along along the way. Um, we're we're fairly uh, far along with a couple of them, and uh, we're just excited about them as worth more or not. But that's where we wanted to come back. You know, um, you know, it's it's what I was known for with uh, with Nocturnal, and uh, that was uh, that was our um, our choice to come back uh, in the light of Knock space now that that non compete was up. But uh, yeah, we uh, we won't be a, a, a one product show. We definitely want to uh, uh, do for other archery categories what we've done with Light and Knox. 
Well, that's great, man. And um, I wish you certainly the best of success with Glory Knock and whatever it is you have coming down the pipe after that. Uh, just in closing, where can you know people find you, whether that's uh, on the web, on social media, etc.? Uh, GloryKnock.com is our website. Uh, we're on Facebook. You can look up the Glory Knock page there. We're on Instagram. Um, you know, we're adding dealers left and right. We're converting dealers left and right that, you know, that had our old product or other lighted knock. So um, definitely want people to go in and ask for the Glory Knock by name with their uh, with their local pro shop because they might not be aware. I mean, we just released this in January. It is turning heads, but we're, what, we're only three months into this. So definitely everybody go into your uh, local pro shop and ask for the Glory Knock. Um, hopefully they've heard about it and they've got um, some orders uh, pending with us already. Um, but if they haven't heard about it, well, then uh, I'm sure they'll, uh, they'll give it a shot and then they'll, it'll be carried locally. Yeah, well, there you have it, folks. It's the Glory Knock brand new uh, lighted knock creation from Stu Minica. Or, uh, Stu, I appreciate your time. Like I said, I was impressed, you know, the moment that I saw it. Uh, still, you know, just like lots of people, I guess, are in the same boat. You know, count me among the however many hundreds and thousands of uh, archers out there who can't wait for you to start shipping these things because I'm looking forward to getting them in the back of my, some of my shafts and, uh, you know, start sending them down range. So, listen, let's keep in touch. Um, I'm sure we'll talk again once these things start to, you know, hit the market uh, out there in retail. And sounds like we're going to have more to talk about uh, sometime in the not too distant future when you in the future. Uh, take the take the wraps off of uh, whatever else you've got cooking. <laughs> sounds great. I can't wait, Christian. I appreciate your time today. You got it, buddy. Take care. Thank you for listening to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, the official podcast of hardcore bowhunters. Pick up the latest issue of Peterson's Bowhunting on your local newsstand or check us out on the web at bowhuntingmag.com. 